It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Well, well, well. Welcome, everybody. Love Talk Radio. Blog Talk Radio, but it's also another episode of the 80s Hour, so good evening everyone, good week, glad to be back with you. My name is Juan Aleman, and with me tonight is Mr. Tony you Lamar. You got this up here, Mr. Tony Lamar, out here in Austin, Texas, for another edition of the 80s Hour, so. <laughs> all right, man, it's great to be back with all of you this week. Uh, we're sad we missed it last week, but no problem because we're going to pick up where we left off and we're going to talk about video games tonight of the 1980s, but not just like what we like, but we're going to talk about what made us go to the arcades, what video game systems we had, and uh, let's see what our favorite games were. So we're going to talk about all three of those combined tonight. And first, let's let's talk about Tony, what made you just go to the arcade? What was the game that, what, what were the, the games that made you go to the arcade? Well, I come from, I came from a military base, so we only had like two video games in the bowling alley. It was, I remember it was Space Invaders and a Star Crystal, I believe. I believe it was. <laughs> Um, and that was my first introduction to it, because at that time, we still had uh, Pong, so I was aware of video games, but my first experience of a, like a machine that you put a quarter in and you play a game was crazy. Space Night, it was amazing. But <clears throat> as an older I got, when I really think of arcade games, you, you have to fast forward a little bit into like into the early 80s, you know, like malls. Every mall had an arcade. Yeah. Where I always went to is, and also two things were introduced to me this time. One, video arcade games, games are awesome, and it's your first bar. <laughs> to meet girls. <laughs> Ooh. So, All right. Well, at least for me. At least for me. At least for me. Well, we yeah. had it was a like, little it was, arcade. It was, it was a training ground. It was practice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we had uh, an arcade in my small little town, if you can believe that. And I remember just being amazed at how good some people were and how bad I was at them. Mm. <laughs> because I enjoyed playing them, but I was horrible. And one of my favorites, and the one that Buckner and Garcia got a fever from, was Pac-Man. Pac-Man always made me go back, always going back for more and more and more, and uh, never doing so well. Uh, just ate the power pills or the power button or whatever it is, so that I could run away from the ghost and eat more of the thing. I still ran away from I never got all the points because I was that horrible at it. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I love, uh, I, I was more a Miss Pac-Man because, again, I used to just talk to girls who were playing Miss Pac-Man, but I prefer that one. Both games are pretty good. Uh, I would go to arcades because I think, I, I would say I was a, a decent player. There's some games I was much stronger, other games that were weak. And I think I was just like being there. And I do have my favorite games, but I think I just like being at the arcade, the lights, the sound, the music playing, and it's, you're hearing your local music. You're just, it's just, it was a vibe. It was, it was a different thing. I love arcades. It was just, it's hard. We have early pick up some of my favorite games. It's going to be hard to do, but I will get through it. I will get through it. All right. Well, another one of my favorites, and I, well, before I even go to my favorite or one of my favorites, I agree with you completely that you, you have that environment, the energy of everybody else that's there, putting your quarter in line so that you can play next and challenge the person who has the machine. Little things like that, are, you know, are what I remember. But Galaga was one of my favorites, and that was one I was pretty good at, uh, you know, as far as playing and getting the two ships and blowing everything up as it came at you. Galaga mm-hmm. I really liked. Galaga was cool. Galaga, you, you hit a, a core there because it's frustrating. I'll tell you the story. Okay, you know, at the end of the game, if you get a high score, you get, you know, you get put your initials in there, right? 
And right. I always use my initials, which was ALS, okay? And there's this guy, and to this day, I don't know who the heck he is, but his name is, he, he went by EGG, Egg. Okay. And he was always above me. Every arcade I would play, and <laughs> I had a top four, come back, Egg, egg is right above me. If, it, if I was in fourth place, he'll be in third. If I was, you know what I mean? If I was first, he knocked me down to second. It, just, it, it was insane that I, like, I was haunted <laughs> by it. I still know who he is. But it does bring back the memories of just having fun at the arcade and going back to see your score is still there, who knocked off your pedestal, and it was part of it. It was awesome. Now, another one that I like to go to the, the arcade for was Qbert. Qbert I thought was cool, but again, this goes back to how horrible I was. You get to going really fast, and then you jump off the edge. Did you ever mm-hmm. do that when you played Qbert? Yeah, I was pretty or were yeah. you good at it? I wasn't good at it. <laughs> I was the, that's the one game I was like, that's this game. And <laughs> <laughs> that's that this. <laughs> <laughs> but I like Qbert. I dug Qbert. I thought it was a lot of fun and uh you know, it was a, it was an easy game, but like I said, once you got going really fast, you jumped off the edge almost every time. Of course, well, that's the way they kept getting your quarters. Yeah, well, the thing, you know, it was, I think they're legit. I don't, they are not meant to rip off kids. I think this thing is so awesome. Is like, yeah, some people are really good at Cuba and some are really bad. And the ones that are, are really, that's the best thing about these arcade games, they're so different, different types of games. One may be strong on, like, asteroids and weak on, like, Defender, which I, I love Defender. I rock that Defender. But asteroids knocked me on my butt. I don't know why. I, it just drove me nuts. So defender, how were you a defender? Were you pretty good? Which, what, what do you think? Uh, I was okay at defender. Uh, I do remember playing it because I had it, you know, one of my video game systems. I didn't. I don't think I played it too much at the arcade. When it came to arcade games, it was like Pac-Man, Galaga, um, mm-hmm. and I also like Zaxxon. Did you ever play that one? Zaxxon. Eventually, <clears throat> we moved from the military based into the real world, which was, which was a whole other story in itself. And there was a 7-Eleven up a, block, a couple blocks from my house. So they would always have the next best game. It was like Donkey Kong and then Tempest. Then it would be, you know, uh, what game you just mentioned? Zaxxon. Zaxxon. And when Zaxxon went in there, that game blew me away because it looked like it looked real. It's a little funny saying it now, but back then, this is awesome. I love yeah. Zaxxon. It was just, it, it was a pretty cool game. It was, it's definitely up there in my top ten, at least. If you're talking about just arcade games, right? Every there's just arcade. Several lists. Just arcade. We're talking. It's definitely in my uh, my top ten. Oh, by far, Zaxxon 3D wow. was awesome. Yeah, yeah Zaxxon was really cool. Did you ever watch? Stepping aside for a moment, did you ever watch the video game um, uh, television shows? Like the they were game shows, but they were video game shows. I actually won on one of those shows where they had like kids call in and play games on like a, during a kids show or something like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, ours is called TV Pal. Um, out in this is out in California, and and they would they would uh, you have to say Pal to do like punch something or break or whatever doing like pong or whatever. And uh-huh. I I won those tickets to the the circus. No, no. Was it? No, no, no. That was something else. That was for movie passes to go to some big event. It was pretty cool. But, yeah, I actually won on that show. I actually won on, on TV Pal. That was, that's what's that's awesome. I don't look that stuff up. I don't see if there's any examples online. Cause that show was funny. It was so silly. <laughs> go ahead. Keep talking. About, no, while you're looking that up, I was going to say another game I really liked to play was Centipede. And that was an easy one. You roll the ball side to side, and you just blow up the centipede as it comes down. If you blow it up right in the middle, it goes in the two separate directions, and you're freaking out. But it was a lot of fun because it was simple. You know, you blow up the mushrooms, get them out of your way to slow down the centipede. It was a lot of fun. Uh, I remember that. But here's the thing that's so crazy is uh, I I prefer Tempest. When I think of centipede as the speed, Tempest is almost just a different look, but it's almost just like Centipede. I really like uh, Tempest over Centipede. It's still a good game. Don't get me wrong, 
Oh my! I just ooh! I just I gotta think for that tempest though. Between the two. Oh, you gotta think for tempest. Huh? Yeah, All right, yeah, let's see. Be cool. Be cooler if you did. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what about Dig Dug? Uh, Dig Dug to me. No, I couldn't get into it. Tell you the truth. I <laughs> I like I'll Dig Dug because it was another one of those simple games. Yeah, you didn't Dig Dug. I don't know why I couldn't get into it. It's, the same, it's a cool game. I play it every so often. <laughs> well, uh, another game that was very uh, 80s-like and looked really cool at the time was in 1983, Spy Hunter came out. Oh, it had, yes. Yeah, it, it, that one would keep you going back just because of like the James Bond sound in music and they let yeah. you out of the this, this secret 18-wheeler and then you... Yeah. You know? Hey, I, I'm I'm all here for sound effects. That's what I'm all about. Yeah. But <laughs> one thing about that game is that I, I would freak out when I got, oh, look at the phone barrel! And I ended up killing myself, but I got so excited that I was able to <laughs> change characters, which was cool. I mean, you're, you're pretty good if you could change your car to a boat. And it was, it was a car, a boat, and what was the other thing? A plane? Was that the three? Well, um, I was so good at it that I never knew that you changed vehicles, okay? So thank you uh, very much uh, for rubbing <laughs> it in. Well, you could change vehicles <laughs> all these years. I thought you were just a car. <laughs> I thought you won the game riding around in a car. Wow. <laughs> the whole point of the game is being there less time. I put the most in it because it's suited. Aren't you supposed right. to die first? Okay, go ahead. Yeah. Now, how about the fighting games like uh, Double Dragon or Contra? Oh man, Double Dragon. That's that's later on. That's nineties, I think. I don't know if Double, Double Dragon came it out. It was close maybe to nineties. It came out in the eighties. Okay, 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 okay. Yeah, okay, okay, all right, all right. Oh, Double Dragon is one of the few games I did. I finished in the arcade. Wow. Yeah, it's one of the few games I actually finish all the way through. Because I'm, I'm like 18 years old now. I'm like, I got to play. You know, I'm off work. You know, I don't have no schoolwork. I just went out. And then I remember one night I just dropped, I think, $20 into Double Dragon and just wanted to finish it. I played it all the way to the very end. Oh, yeah. I did. I love Double Dragon. Get, yeah. Oh, man. With the bat and everything. Come on, dude. Get back, <laughs> as I would say. I would say. Get back. Get back. Ah, you're all going to die. <laughs> you're all going to die. You know, the thing is, the, the, the game intro, ch- people, check out the intro to Double Dragon. I know it's online. Look up that intro to Double Dragon. You'll see a punk come up to a woman and straight up busts her in the gut and then picks her up and carries her off in broad daylight. <laughs> That's how the game starts. <laughs> I auditioned for that part, and I didn't get it. <laughs> <laughs> I want to put you lady right in the in the in the, in the uh, yeah. I want to do it. Uh, hi, sir. It. Uh, I'm here for punching the lady. Where do I go? That's just a joke, people. <laughs> My audition. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, um, but, I, but it it was up there. I, it's I, one of my top ten for sure. You're nailing them, man. I got, yeah, you're putting some good games. What about Contra? I, I played it. Uh, I didn't get into it. It was a yeah, cool game. I wasn't too into it either. Mm-mm. I wasn't too into it. The, the now, game that, yeah. Okay, go ahead. You were about to say something important. Okay. There's this game. I don't know if you're jumping ahead. I hope not. But there's this one game. I walked into the arcade, Golfland, USA, in San Jose, California. And I walked in there, and there was a crowd around one game. I mean, you couldn't even see the game. And like everyone, oh, you hear this everyone at the same time. Like, what game are they playing? Like, and I couldn't see the game, right? I could see little yellow and orange, and, and then I hear like the princess that revealed as Dragon Slayer. Have you played this game? No. You never played Dragon Slayer? Okay, it's a as first as a Don Bluth cartoon was awesome in itself. He's worked with Disney and done a lot of stuff. 
and he animated this game, which is off a laser disc. So you're, you're playing an arcade game, but it's a cartoon, which just blew me away. But if you look how easy they put together, it's amazing how easy it really is to do. You can do it with their, with their DVD player now. But um, back then, you're controlling a cartoon character. You gotta go. Right. It was a memory. It, it was a memory game. Pretty much, it's just a memory game. If you can learn which when to pull left, down, upright, press start, and sword, it's a memory game. It's playing Simon Says pretty much. You gotta just remember which way to turn okay. on that cartoon. But it was an awesome game. I mean, it was the first game with 50 cents. And guess what? I had no hesitation to put 50 cents in that game. No, like, no, man. Are you kidding me? That's way too much. No, like every other kid, man, I dropped all my tokens that day in that one game. Once you start, because the problem was when kids jumped on the game, they dropped all their money in to hold that game for a while. And you couldn't argue. This turn, he just put it at. And everybody was still watching. You're still watching a cartoon. But, you know, come on. Amazing. Man, um, honestly, if you weren't an 80s kid, you really missed out on a great time because that's when the arcades really were super popular and it wasn't just for hanging out. I mean, everybody wanted to play the games. Nobody was super good at them just yet at, at the very beginning because they were new. So everybody, yes. was there, everybody was there having fun, enjoying themselves. And, oh, man, that's cool, you know. But I remember one time I was uh, playing Galaga, and a friend of mine, he, we weren't even friends yet. This, this is the kind of guy he was. He walked up, and he goes, oh, you need help? And I was like, huh? You need help? And I was like, yeah. And he took over my quarter, and I just stood there and watched him finish. <laughs> oh. <laughs> we Later on, we became pretty good friends. But, yeah, he just kind of took over my quarter because he saw how bad I was doing, and he didn't want the quarter to go to waste. <laughs> I got to share a story with, with waste, not wasting quarters. We, this is, I don't know if you knew about this, but we had Donkey Kong at our 7-Eleven, right? Okay. And I don't know how, who, or how we figured this out, but someone figured out a way. And what, I can't take credit for it, because I, I heard somewhere where you can stick your straw inside the machine right by where the quarter goes and flip your straw, and that light will give you free credits of Donkey Kong. <laughs> so we tried it out. We tried it out, and guess what? Yes, it did work. Oh my good. Oh my yes, it did. We filled that thing with ninety nine credits, and because you, you go ninety nine and go over, it goes to zero, it starts all over, and like oh, uh-huh. no, it got started. <laughs> and you would think that guy said, "What man to make? We're making so much money off of Donkey Kong, dude. There is no money in that machine." Because we figured out a way how to get free quarters or free credits on the Donkey Kong. And that's like I did at Donkey Kong. Because, yeah, man, that was awesome. That's the true story. Wow. You can look that up. That's, they fix those because you realize on certain machines. Because of you guys. guys just, I, I can't get credit <laughs> for it. I, there's no way. I'm sure it's uh, – it, see, the Internet wasn't around then. So somehow people figured this out. I mean, we can't arcade. I don't know. But somehow it got to us. And um, yeah, we were going to dance. So I was, every Saturday, I would go to the arcade because I was always looking forward to new games. So okay, at our at our place, all, every like I said, every week I would go, I'll mow grass or whatever, make money on the side, take that money and go to the golf line and play video games and just play whatever. Then you play miniature golf. Maybe once the entire time I ever been there, um, I maybe golf once. And oh. yeah, playing games like. Uh, uh, the first sequel I ever saw, I think, was no, Stargate, Defender Stargate. It was weird how they make games into sequels. I don't know how you thought about those, but just something yeah. to think about. But you kind of lead me into something new, and you said every Saturday going out to the arcade. What about video game systems you had in your home? What did you have? Well, uh, looking back now, as I seems I was spoiled, but I really wasn't, so please. Oh, I no, not in the way your rich boy stories. No, I guess okay. <laughs> I had every, every game system that came out up to that point we had. So we had the Target 2600. Um, I had a Commodore 64. Uh, the Pong version where it was where up to date, um, up to the Nintendo. Okay. But the thing was, we may only have maybe up to maybe three or four games per system. You know what I mean? So we got them out, but we didn't have a lot of games. 
But it turns out, I, I guess we did have a lot of games, according to all my friends now. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> uh, we yeah, 2,600, I played a lot. There's games on there. I still play today. That's on the 2,600. <laughs> and I have no shame. And my kid loves the old arcade games. But uh, for me to pick my favorite game on the 2,600, up, that's going to be a, a, a discussion there. So what about you? What did you, what did you have? What did you have? Well, Richie Rich, I didn't have as many different things as you did. Uh, <laughs> no, uh, we we had the 2600, and my mm-hmm. mom got that for us. It was like a mail order. It was like from Montgomery Ward or something like that because we couldn't buy them in my small town. Mm-hmm. Uh, you had to order them. So it, when it came in, to me, that was the biggest deal ever that we oh, had the 2600. Wow. And it came, I, I, we bought two games, and we had those for the longest time. It was Galaga and Centipede. Those were the two games <laughs> I had. And uh, later on, we got, um, like, Indiana Jones. Uh-huh, uh, yes. Uh, yeah, Raiders of the Lost Ark. I, and I, I had thought, all those games, yeah. Yeah, and I thought it was To See, To See Flies. And somebody told me, uh, that's Set Sea Flies. I'm like, oh, oh well. You know, the, the, yeah. do you remember that game where the, yeah. where the, oh, the yeah, flies were back and forwards? Yes. Where the flies would start chasing you? I died every yeah. time there. They were like, I'm like, oh crap, I'm gonna die. So, uh, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but later on, I had the Nintendo, and I bought that myself because uh, I was working. So mm-hmm. you know, I bought my own stuff, and uh, I worked in a grocery store that had a video department, and they started renting games. So I didn't have to buy mm-hmm. too many games because I could rent the games. And yeah. I remember, I remember I won an essay contest. Now this is a little bit off the subject, but it has to do with Super Mario Brothers three. Okay. Okay. So I won an essay contest on get hooked on fishing, not on drugs. Okay. <laughs> that, that that was the theme. Don't laugh, man. Get hooked on fishing, boy. <laughs> but anyway. Um, I won the essay contest, and I'm supposed to go fishing Saturday morning with like a celebrity. Okay, but on like Friday, a local I, celebrity, like someone no, who sells like the local. It was like a celebrity, celebrity, celebrity. That okay. uh, I think it was an NFL football player or something that I was supposed to go fishing with. And um, well, the night before when I got off work, finally, Pac. I mean, I'm I'm thinking Pac-Man, but finally, Super Mario Brothers three was in, and I rented it. And I stayed up all night playing it. And I Mm. slept right through when I was supposed to go fishing. That's freaking awesome. You stood up a football player. (laughs) I stood up a football player. Like, hey, where's my kid? (laughs) 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 So my mom was like, you and those video games. You're not even good at them. She even knew I wasn't good at them. That's but, um, your mom, your own mom didn't give you no support. <laughs> you're no. terrible like Gabe. I was like, can you take me? She was like, you're already late. Don't go. I'm like, oh, man. That so, yeah. Funny. I, I was hooked on video games, not on fishing. That's funny. <laughs> I, but another I, one. I look back, oh, now, we, I look back now. Like, we did have a lot of the games for the, um, the Atari, but the ones I played the most were, were the Adventure, which I still play. I mean, it's just... Mm-hmm. It's so easy. It's just, now I'm just the bet and go here, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's just funny. The uh, In Grey's Lost Ark was one of my favorites. The one that I could not get enough of, there's two of them actually still. And just take my number one spot, it's going to be Kaboom and then and Warlords. Or my, I love those two games on the Atari 2600. And of course, oh, wow. the uh, Circus Atari. See, I, guess, I did have a lot of games. I'm sorry. I'm not... I'm, I guess I had more than I thought. <laughs> <laughs> well, an, another one of my favorites, and one I can still play through now today, and I'm actually, this is a good puzzle game for me, is Tetris. On, Tetris. On Nintendo. Yeah. yeah, Tetris was one of my favorite games. Uh, it was released here, I believe, in 84, if I'm not mistaken. And it was the first, I looked this up a couple of weeks ago because I knew we were going to be talking about video games. And it was the first um, export from uh, Russia as far as a video game by a developer from there. Oh, really? That's, yes, that's true. I do remember that. 
Mm-hmm. That's right. That is very, very true. Dude, it was so funny about the Nintendo. I was talking to a friend about it. I never even had this system. I was still doing, I was still doing Commodore 64 because I was big on that. And I remember talking about a game called Zelda. Oh, and, yeah. And here's, this is the sad part. I talked, and we talked about it in the afternoon. I talked about it with my parents that day, and I was playing it that weekend. It's just like with the two days I had to... <laughs> <laughs> So, man, you maybe I, I now I'm looking, I, now I'm looking back. Dude, I had a lot of systems. Oh, my goodness. Oh, wow. The one I wanted was the ColecoVision. At the time, it looked like the best one out there when I was a kid. Yes. Uh, mm-hmm. It really looked like, I mean, <laughs> I mean, like uh, Pitfall and Jungle Hunt. Or, or, You're I right. Know, they looked really you're cool. Right. They looked really cool. right. And that's why we got the ColecoVision, just because Donkey Kong looked like the arcade game. Let me give you an example. I want you you want to see a, a, a complete reality check of what we had to deal with with kids. Pac-Man was the biggest game out there. It was a sensation. They made songs about the cartoon series on it, right? So when they were yep. going to make Pac-Man on the Atari 2600, we were excited about it. I cannot wait to get Pac-Man at home. I put that cartridge in there. Someone was smoking crack because it was – do you remember how that looked the, on the 2600 compared to pretty, the arcade? It was pretty terrible. It looked like a dot eating dots. It was even – it didn't even look like the same map. It was like, is this Pac-Man? Is it Pac-Man? It says Pac-Man on there. Oh, my goodness. It was nothing like arcade. It's so funny because they got such a, a backlash on that. And you see the comparison of Miss Pac-Man. Miss Pac-Man on 2600 shows you right there they could have done it. They didn't yeah. want to. It's crazy, man. It was freaking nuts. But, it's, I mean, uh, people yeah. mm-hmm. I mean, people nowadays won't believe how crazy people were for Pac-Man. You're right. Like, the music. And the cartoon, but then there was Miss Pac-Man, Pac-Man Jr., Super Pac-Man. I mean, Pac-Man was everywhere for several years. Yeah, Pac-Man Land. I know that was another one. Yeah. That's another, yeah, that was another one. Uh, yeah, it was huge in the in the early 80s. It was a big, big mm-hmm. time for video games because uh, even you got like religious groups saying it's, it's bad, it's going to harm children and stuff like that. And it was just, it's it, laughable now but it's just like back in the day we thought rock and roll or, or whatever is going to make the children go nuts this is something different because if you think about it you're you're used to watching tv and you gotta keep in mind this is early 80s early 70s yeah. so when you see television you don't think interactive you don't think i can do something on the same tv screen you know i'm used to watching people do stuff on it so it it did capture the the youth when i say the youth i mean that's even now because when children discover oh, yeah. computers, it's, it captures them. It takes them into another world because you're actually interacting with objects and stuff. And that's why games are so immersive, in my opinion. And that's why you have so many different genres of games. But they all start with the basic. If you look at these games, they're, they're still the same genre. Still, they're still sports, yeah. action, adventure, puzzle games. But they're just updated because the technology is able to, to produce. If they can make games like they do now back then... They would have made. I'm trying to say they would have made the same type of games. It was just think about this, man. Our phones had more powerful than all our devices in the early '80s to play games. It's, it's yeah, nuts. So it was yeah. a good time, people, to, to discover video games. It's just the whole thing. I, I'm, you know, I'm a big, big fan of video games. Yeah. I'm not as, I, shoot. I love video games. <laughs> it takes you away. Well, that going. reminds me. I don't know if I've ever told you about my mother uh, and video games, but my mother, after we moved out, so this was into the 90s, but she bought her own Nintendo because I took mine with me. You know, I'm like, hey, you know, I'm uh-huh. going to play video games. And then, you know, to my surprise, she bought herself like a Nintendo and uh, she bought herself a Nintendo and all the video games that I had plus more. And she bought the the what you would call it the thing you play in your hands what is that the game boy yeah the game boy she had a game boy and um she said it was for her hand-eye coordination because she was sick and needed you know to work on her hand-eye coordination because of arthritis and stuff but she would just sit there and play see her dangling out of her mouth just like (laughs) 
blow on the cartridge. <laughs> this damn thing won't work. <laughs> I don't know if you knew. I don't know if you know this part of me, but there is a time where I actually bought and sold video games for a good bit time back and forth. I didn't know that. I uh, actually it was quite lucrative. This is what I did, people. Check out what I did when the Super Nintendo came out. Okay. Yeah, remember Nintendo was huge, right? There's there's over yeah. how many games are out there. This huge. Everybody had a Super Nintendo. Everybody had a lot of games, but no one had a lot of money to go buy the new Super Nintendo. So I made a deal, and what I did was I say, "Give me your Nintendo and ten of your games, and I'll give you the Super Nintendo." Dude, nice. I made crazy money on that deal. Because some people will give me more than they just, they just want to get rid of all their games just to get the, uh, the Super Nintendo because they're not going to use it anymore. But at the same time, there's a lot of people who still can't afford the Nintendo 60 for Nintendo or the games, and I sold them and over fist. It was I made mad money because I bought like over 200, not that 200, 20 uh, Super Nintendos. I kept doing that. Every time I made all that money, I bought another 20, another 20. And I was rolling into some serious money. In the, uh, this is like from my age, from 89, whatever the Nintendo 6, 6 um, Super Nintendo came out. That's okay. when I started that. So, and I did it for a while. I, I mean, my house would be filled with video games. And I played all of them because I was selling them. I was selling them the Genesis Super Nintendo at that time, and, or Turbo Graphics was another one. Remember that one? At the same mm-hmm. time. And then there's the Neo Geo. Yeah, see, I know my games because I was selling them. But yeah, I was I was an avid of video games. True story. Nice. So you were an entrepreneur from way back in the day, huh? Oh man, I go back. I mean, like I said, I used to um, cut grass just so I can go play arcade games. I would go mow the grass. I love to eat. My my problem was this: I knew all I needed was like twelve dollars back in the day. I would yeah. go have like a Chinese dinner and then spend the rest at the arcade. <laughs> or go to the movies. And you got to keep in mind, I was talking about carrying a 20 to $40. Now, this is my own money. So that's why a lot of people think I was a spoiled brat. But actually, I bought, if you in my my house, in my room, yeah, I had my own cable, I had my own TV, VCR, and, and every game system. But at a certain point, I was paying for all that myself. So a lot of people thought I was richy, richy, rich, but it wasn't true. I just spent my money on me. So I would Aww. do that. That's the truth. That's the truth. So, yeah. <laughs> so even back then, I was always about trying to make a little money on anything I love to do. So, yeah, that's true. You're like, it was my money. My mom and dad gave it to me. No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But, yeah, ColecoVision is one I wanted. What was the Intellivision. Do you remember Intellivision? I didn't have the Intellivision because I didn't like the game. See, that's, I even back then, it was about what games is on the system. Yeah, and, and and that was the problem. And I didn't see anything uh, want me to get it. I'm being honest. I, I mean, I have some friends who had it. I didn't. I'd never owned. It. I didn't have it either. And I, I I agree with you. That was one of the things back then that was different. Like Atari, you could find most every game on the Atari, but then you had a television who had just a few games. ColecoVision had a lot of the same games as Atari, but not all the same games, but they looked, the ones that they did have looked really good. Yeah, now, Smurfs was awesome on the ColecoVision. It wasn't a great game, but it looked awesome. I mean, you got to keep in yeah. mind, you look at the graphics between a 2600 and a ColecoVision, yeah, it was it was a big, big A leap jump. forward. Yeah, it was a leap big forward. Time. Right. Big but uh, now, you know, when they advertise a game, it's for Xbox, uh, PlayStation 4, uh, Wii, uh, what, whatever game systems out there, they, they make it for all of them. You know, it's only a few games that are exclusively for one game system. Nowadays. And, you know, that's just business. And, and the thing is, you have to keep in mind, like, for example, Atari is owned by Warner Communication. It was just a, a subdivision of Warner Brothers Communication. So they had, they made their own, it was a product to them. It wasn't like how it is, like you said now, how it's all all over the system, it's all over different platforms because it's no longer one entity that provides all the games. Kind of like Sega, like a Sega system, you know, yeah. you can't do it anymore. So their games are all over the board. But at once upon a time, you're right, they did have exclusive games because it was their console, their system. 
And, yeah. and I hear what you're saying, but it's, it's not the, the the market has changed, where it's yeah. now like it, it either you're like everything's mobile now, so your games have to be either an Android or i or iOS. Yeah. So they and it's all about money, dude. So I hear what you're saying. I totally get you because there's yeah, you don't get the exclusives very much, not, not as much as you used to. Yeah. No. All right. Now, we talked about what took us to the arcades. We talked about what video game systems we had. Now, let's spend a little while just talking about games. Do you really remember that really stuck out to you? I know we've kind of glossed over them, but let's let's really get into it. Like Galaga. Sure. Like Galaga, besides Tetris, was one of my favorite games. I like the sound that it made. You see, I even know it. And uh, I like the ability to get captured so that you could get back two ships, uh, the way they got faster, the challenge levels. Uh, it, it, was, it, it was really a fun, fun game. And it just, it, it, when I brought it home, I was, I was infatuated with it for a while. I constantly played it. I had the two games, and Galaga stayed in there most of the time. Mm-hmm. Galaga is one of those games. Is, is, is definitely a classic, and I mean, I played that game a week ago. That's, I mean, it's, it's, it's still an awesome game. And I yeah. agree with you. It's, it's just the whole. It's you know, it's a little take on Space Invaders, but again, it shows improvements. Let's do something different. The graphics, well, like the sounds. The, it's just it pops, and you're like you're, and that's the whole thing about those arcades is that they got you for a little while, but they really give you a show. I mean, you really get caught up in that. I totally hear what you're saying when it comes to Galaga. Now, yeah, there's a there's a game that I I love this game because it actually scares me. I'd be freaking out when I'm playing this game. You ever play, hear a game called Sinistar? No. Okay, Sinistar is a game. Sinistar is a game, it's kind of like Asteroids, but you have Asteroids and you got ships fighting at the same time, but this, and on top of all this, you got um, this master like a base being built, being constructed while you're trying to blow things up. You can try, you shoot these Asteroids and get like power rings or whatever to shoot the special weapon to blow up that thing that's growing. Because what's going to happen, once it's built, it's going to chase you down. And while it's chasing you down, he goes, Rawr! You hear it scream, and you're like, oh, Jesus, you're all right. And, it, and it just, you totally freak out. It's pretty cool. It's all Sinistar. And it was so cool because uh, a couple of weeks ago, uh, with one of my company events, we went to this old arcade, and they had Sinistar there. I took a picture with it. I posted it on my Facebook. And they're like, that was my game. It sucked, though. They had the game. It worked, but the sound wasn't there. Like, bam, I didn't get the uh, little screen back. But Sinistar is one of those games that, that's up there. Awesome. Well, I remember when I lived at this trailer park uh, outside of uh, in Nevada, uh, there was this one little game, and I got really good at it. And one day I got picked up by a recruiter to play this game in outer space. Oh, wait a minute. That's the last Starfighter. Sorry. <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. I let you roll with it. I was like, okay. I let you go with it. All right, just let you roll with it. Now, another one I liked, and I've mentioned already, but I'll get more into it, was Tetris. Tetris, to me, was a great video game because it encompassed uh, intellect and hand-eye coordination at the same time. Uh, You had to know in a moment where you wanted to put that piece, how it would fit, which way it would flip, and put it there and place it there as quickly as you could because another one was right on its way and uh, it got faster and faster. That one to me kind of was like, like what you just described, kind of make you nervous. The faster it mm-hmm. got, the more nervous you got. And then, yeah. uh, I mean, eventually the, the pieces just fall one right after the other and you have no time to, to spread them any direction, but it really was entertaining to me uh, just to play that because it wasn't based so much on, um, on my, like I guess I should say like quickness, but it was more like my my being able to intellectually place a piece in a certain place and then being able to get my hands and eyes to, to match that. So 
I really enjoyed Tetris. It was a lot of fun. I had a handheld game of it. I had it on the Nintendo. Um, I would play it all the time. For the longest time, I had it on my cell phone and would play it. So uh, it, it brings me back good memories of playing that game. Well, speaking of good memories, um, right now we're having South by Southwest here in Austin, Texas. And this, and today was the first game of the gaming uh, expo where you get a lot of developers show off their wares. You got Nintendo showing up. There's um, their Switch or Switch now. I'll make it, can I tell a story real quick? Sure, go ahead, please. All right. All right, so so they're hyping up Switch, okay? So I'm there with my kids and everything, and they have a huge screen. I mean, there's a place that's surrounded, it's crowded, it's the main stage. You got a guy, you got your hype man talking about, we're going to play this game, we're looking for three people. I mean, we need two challengers to play this game called Arms, and we need somebody out of three will win a prize, da 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 da. And so we got anybody out there can take it, take this challenge? I go, yo, old school right here. I totally just yelled it all out. And he goes, my man, calling out old school. This is a new tool. This is new. That's not a bad idea. So they brought me on, on stage, not on stage, but right there in front of everybody, brought the other kids. And it was as simple as this. The best out of three is going to win. Me, I knocked the first one out. Boom, piece of cake, no problem. Next. The next was a, a girl. I kind of felt bad. But, you know, not trying to say, you know, hey. And the crowd's going nuts because I'm winning. I'm, I'm beating them up, and I'm winning. So the next match comes up. You ready for this? Only in Austin. Guess who challenges me to be in the final battle? For me to win that best out of three, you want to take a guess who comes out? Robert Rodriguez. Um, that would be awesome. But, no, a man, yeah. dressed like, a man dressed like Jesus. I am not kidding. Comes wow. <laughs> he comes out, and they, I guess they know him because the people are cheering him. And we, I'm looking at him like, this is for real. Is this really happening here? And we're battling, and the first battle, um, he won. I got, I just, I got my butt handed to me. I was lost. And I was like, what the heck? And it was, ended up being somewhere on my controller. So then the second time, my kids are jumping up, freaking out over this, because this is the big, this is happening. So the second round, boom, 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 I knock out Jesus out. Boom, take him out quick. <laughs> I like the way you say boom. I knock Jesus out. <laughs> I did. <laughs> so, now it's a fight. so now, if you understand video games, he won one, I won one. Now, whoever wins this one, either I'm going to beat three in a row or they got the old man off the, off the stage. So we're battling, and this dude starts knocking me left and right. I'm down to one bar, and he's at full. One punch, I'm done. People are going nuts. Like, they're freaking out. And somehow, the, I rallied up, and I knocked him out. The place went nice. And I went old school, and I just walked off, man. <laughs> nice. There you go. That's true. That's a, that just happened today. It happened today. But it got, me this thing. Uh, it got me a Mario hat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I got a switch, the Nintendo Switch out of all that. But I got that story for a lot of time. But it was pretty cool. I was getting in a segue to this part here is that they had this section of old arcade games. We're talking all the games that you and I have been talking about this whole hour. Is, is, it, it boils down to this moment here. And it's, I'm so sorry. I got so caught in the moment I forgot to record this. All right? I'm watching people taking pictures of these old arcade games, you know, laughing and, and posing with them, not as a, as a, a, a you know, like making jokes of it, but just these are older guys with their kids. Or, you know, these are just people who marry these games laughing and just having a good time and still playing these games. And I seeing my son playing yeah. it's seeing my son playing uh Leopard, I mean House of the Dead, you know, or any of the art game. My son wanna play Pac Man, but there's a line like he's they're so big, even now there's a line to play Pac Man at the South by Southwest this year. And wow. I should talk and it was like I wanted to talk to people but at the same time I just want them to enjoy this moment. I enjoyed because I was walking around with my kids doing the same thing. It was like another arcade. I'm back in the arcade again, you know. I'm back in the arcade, and now with my kids, they're playing the same old games. It's pretty cool, and it was a really nice moment. I wanted, I should have interviewed some people at the same time. I just, it felt weird because I was enjoying it as a nostalgic point of view. It's really cool. Yeah, now, that happened today, people. At the South by Southwest 2017. That's that's pretty awesome, man. But uh, another game I really liked. And I think a lot, I'd say a few people liked it, was Super Mario Brothers. Super you know, Mario Brothers, a, yeah. A few people liked it. 
it was pretty popular. Got a movie out of it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not saying it was a good movie. I'm saying they made a movie. But, yeah, um, yeah Super Mario Brothers. And you've heard my Super Mario Brothers 3 story. So I, I was into the Super Mario Brothers whole thing. But I really enjoyed playing it. Never finished it. I, I've, I don't think I've ever finished a game. I've never had really? that pleasure. No, I've never finished a game. I tell you, I'm not very good at video games. Uh, I, I'll play them because I, I enjoy them. Just like you and I had a challenge a while back, and I never played you because I, what did I tell you the other day? I don't want to get beat by you. <laughs> <laughs> it was it's a smart that, move. It was a smart yeah. Move. But uh, but Super Mario Brothers was one of those that I could get into. What I really liked about Super Mario Brothers is that you could find like the hidden areas to go into that you hadn't seen before, or did you want to score more points or get more coins, or did you want to warp through and get to the end? Little things like that were really cool to me. Yeah. That they would include something like that. Yeah. The thing about it was so cool about games. It's just like you said, you're just you're just engulfed by it, and it's just it takes you into another place, man. It's just I'm just I know this today alone has just been so emotional. I, it sounds weird to be saying it, but it's just it's this subject here means a lot to me because it, it kind of guided me into not just being in front of the computers, but working behind it. I mean, it. it, it it is my career. I'm always doing electronics. I'm always, electronics. I'm always doing computers or working behind it and troubleshooting. And it's it's also the the facing of the video games that brought me to that world. So it has, it, it's a lot of my character. And that's why I really, it's hard for me to just say, you know, what was my favorite games? Because it's all part of me, man. It's amazing. It's just amazing. That's cool, man. I, I, I like that. I like that. I, one other one I liked was Frogger. Because it was a pretty simple game. You know, just get the frog to the other end uh, across the pond without getting eaten or run over. It was a simple game, simple concept, but lots of fun. Anybody could play it, whether you were young or whether you were older, not good at video games, great at video games. You felt comfortable with Frogger. Frogger was cool. I mean, I... so uh, would you call yourself a good player at Frogger? What, what, what was your skill set on that? Uh, I would say I was a decent Frogger player. I could make a few levels there. Yeah, man, I could make a thing. few levels. Oh man, I, I was so it was so hard for me. Frogger, I feel so bad for him crossing the street. It's a very traumatizing game, man. <laughs> Why? Oh, the frog! Oh, the frog! You get hit by a truck, man. This is this is traumatic, man. <laughs> this is not meant for kids. <laughs> All right, what about on Nintendo Duck Hunt? What did you think of Duck Hunt? I never, actually never played Duck Hunt. Uh, when I had the Nintendo, it was so funny. That's, that's one game I never played uh, is Duck Hunt. And it had, I sold them. I had them. I never played them. I liked it because uh, the dog was always laughing at me because I was a terrible shot, too. So I would be like, <laughs> and then the dog would be like, <laughs> like, if I could shoot the dog, I would shoot the dog. The, the dog says, this is going to be your life. You're going to constantly fail. <laughs> You're going to constantly future. fail. Hey, loser. You want to try hitting him first? <laughs> sad. Sad, but All right. true. Yeah, it's true for me. But um, <laughs> any other video games that really just took you take you back? I would say uh, Battlezone. It just reminds well, me of summer of it reminds me of summer eighty one when it came out. I just remember Slurpees. I just remember a different time when I think of Battlezone. It's just it just I just get the remembrance of being at you know as a you know a young kid like I said eleven or twelve years old, you know summertime drinking a you know strawberry or cherry Slurpee, playing video games, and just not knowing what the the future has. Just I gotta play this game. So it's. Yeah, it has a little Battlezone has something there special. I love the game. It's a really easy game. It's just shoot the tank or or don't get or try not to get shot. That's awesome. I mean, to have memories like that, like I have memories like that of movies, of songs, but I mean, 
it, it's really cool that you have memories like that of video games. You know, like, oh, well, yeah. Yeah. I, I do have one memory, uh, one good memory of video games, and it was actually of Space Invaders. And this was in 82 that I was playing it in, in a pizza joint. And uh, it was after uh, our first communion. So they took us all to have pizza, right? So I'm wearing this, like, blue dress shirt, blue slacks, these little, like, black shoes. And I had a clip-on tie, of course, because I couldn't tie a tie. And uh, we, since we were done with church and everything, I had my top button untied and just had my tie just hanging there. And, I, and every time I think of Space Invaders, I can think of the pizza smell, um, Kim Carnes, mm-hmm. Betty Davis eyes was on. I mean, I can think of yeah. all that, and it never goes away. Yeah. I can always go back to that moment. Yeah. And that's kind of cool that you have that with video games. Oh, yeah. I mean, I can tell her, uh, I picked up the Sonic 2. And I, was a, I got it, you know, the Toys R Us. Uh, and I had to get there early because I gave away free T-shirts. And that, it was a big old Sonic 2 shirt. You know, I remember coming home, and, you know, like, I got the day off. I was working at the time. And I almost spent a weekend or the next two days playing Sonic 2. I almost finished it. But, yeah. Awesome. <laughs> like, That's awesome. We're playing, I remember playing a, a Prince. Um, I think I was playing, I want to say Diamonds and Pearls, if I might be wrong. But it was one of those early albums, for sure. Oh, yeah. I, yeah, any game, I can tell you. It's, it's the same with music. Music is the same thing. It, it, it totally captures a time capsule. And like I said, video games was a big part of my life, uh, even now. That yeah, it does. I do have little timestamps of my life on certain games and where I was. I remember, I remember the games like buying Final Fantasy VII, you know, and being inside uh, software, etc. With like thirty other nerds <laughs> doing pre-orders for this game, <laughs> and I remember, and I thought it was so funny is that me being a dick. I'm, I don't mind admitting it, but we're in line. To, everybody's in line to pick up their order. So this is a good chance to upsell these people mine. For other stuff, so there's this girl with a stack of the, the um, you know, strategy guide for Final Fantasy VII. Pretty much a cheat. Okay. You know what I'm trying to say, right? Yeah, cheat. And she, she's asking all these people and guys picking it up. And the guy in front of me picks it up. She asks if I want. Said, I don't need a book. I'm a professional gamer. And you see all these guys are giving back. What a jerk. Video game jerk. Video game bully. I made sure everybody heard me in that room. Half those guys put those books back when I said that. <laughs> I'm a pro gamer. <laughs> Video games for life. But the part is, one, I cost them money because those people were about to buy it. And I just pretty much, I just cock blocked the store. She gave me the dirtiest look, but yeah, they still took my money for the game. I said, no, get the hell out of here, buddy. He just cost us money with a, little, with a little crack there. But I tell you what, it was funny, though. It was hilarious. Yeah, I'm talking about Resident Evil. I mean, you want to go all day and night, I can. That's Evil, awesome. Another, yeah. Oh, definitely. Well, I know one of my favorite games, and I'm trying to figure out when it, when it came out. Uh, if it came out in... Yeah, I'm looking it up right now because I wanted to be sure, but it doesn't have a date by it, but it was called Time Killers. Have you ever played Time Killers? Mm-mm. The Genesis game? No, this was an arcade game. I don't know if it can. I think it was a Genesis game, uh, but uh, it was, I played it when I was in the Army, mm. and I, we would have like the weekend off, and we, I'd go to the arcade. It was the first time I'd ever seen it. And this was in 95, so but it looked older at the time anyway. So I'm hoping it came out in the 80s. I'm going to talk about it anyway because Time Killers was one of my favorite games. I looked for it and looked for it and found it in one place here in Tacoma. But uh, you had to buy the Sega, I think, Genesis for it. And I wasn't mm-hmm. going to buy a whole video game system just for one game. But Time Killers is where you travel through time and you were facing different people. And you had to kill. It, was, it wasn't just a beat-em-up game. You had to kill them to, to advance. And the guy I like to play with was like this uh, mohawk, green mohawk dude from the future. Yeah. And uh, he fought with 
two uh, chainsaws on it for hands. Wow. And um, when he sawed you up, it was like, and then you'd see an arm fall off and blood would spurt out. I'm like, yeah. yeah. And I just keep, kept playing Time Killers. What about you? Are there any more recent games that you like? Arcade? That I played from arcade as recent, a recent arcade game. Well, if it's not if it's not eighties, then maybe as late as the nineties. I I will say Mortal Kombat is the one that I would play. You know, one, two, three, up to four. I mean, I yeah, I was big on Mortal Kombat even some of the nineties, but the eighties had lots of good games as well. Man, I remember there's one game called Operation Wolf. Was a game. It was a shoot 'em up game. One of the only. Mm-hmm. I love that game. It's a cool game because I remember holding my baby girl. And I told her, "I'm taking you out of here alive." You know, I would do that kind of stuff. And I thought that was funny. She was just a kid. She was a baby holding her in my arms and just playing video games. <laughs> wow. See again, great memory. That's a great. Oh memory. yeah, it's a it's a cute story. I love it. But it was that. Like I said. Games, even today, games now still have, have fond memories. I don't play as much as I used to, but there's still games like even now. I'm trying to say, am I gonna get this game or am I gonna get this game? You know, I'm like, I'm trying to think, am I gonna get the Ghost Recon um, Badlands or Wildlands or am I gonna go to mm-hmm. Resident Evil Seven? You know, Resident Evil Seven is another great series. Resident Evil that started in the, in the um, late '90s, though, but that's another time. We're talking about the '80s, but I tell you yeah. that. If you look back, everybody, it's nothing but positive energy with video games back then. They weren't all super violent like they are now. They were just aliens and blown up bubbles. It was a simple. It was an infant stage of video games. But with everything, you have to grow up, and so do the games. But if you yeah, look back true. now, if you look back now on video games, you can see that they're, they're still playable. Like I said, my kids are playing Atari 2600 games. They're playing Nintendo games. Nintendo ripped us off, people, because all the games are side-scrolling games. We got ripped off from Nintendo. Story <laughs> <laughs> all in itself. Uh, I mean, it's right, yeah. <laughs> what I wanted to say is we're coming up close to our hour or so, so I wanted to go ahead and start wrapping her up while we have a few minutes. Uh, are there any final thoughts in your mind about video games of the 1980s something that if you walk if we walk away from this something you wanted us to know uh, they're still fun okay i mean i mean i'm trying to say you can still play them now and get the same joy out of them it's nostalgic it's history it's it's something that's actually a time capsule that you can play right now it's not like you back in the day we had 2600 games and you can actually play those games now and experience it for the first time. And just see how simple games were. And how, I mean, back in the day, they're pretty easy to make, but it was yeah. different times. Amazing. So there's still good games out there. You can still play them. Yeah. One thing that I wanted, you know, I guess if I wanted to say one specific thing that I wanted people to remember is that you were right as far as how, as we matured and got older, video games started changing. It's not uh, so much about, like, blowing up aliens or blowing up asteroids or uh, capturing something or whatever. Now it's more like point of view, uh, shooting games and killing games. And it's like as we matured, they matured. The, The kids who were playing those games then are the ones who are making the games now. And uh, I wonder what it'll be like in the future as more and more of these kids start growing up and they say, oh, well, if you can do that, we can do this. We can be bolder. We can be better. We can do more. And um, enjoy, just enjoy those little things of those classic arcade games because they were, they're just that. They're nostalgic and classic and fun. And you can really enjoy your time with them because, you know, if you if you lose, oh, you know, game over, you know. But nowadays it's like, oh, I died, you know, <laughs> or oh yeah. man, my brigade got blown up, or you know, you were eliminated, you know, something like that. And I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah, but you know what? Yeah. We are right at that time. 
So I'm going to say, Tony, thank you for joining me. Thank you for Always. your story from South by Southwest. Oh, yeah. Uh, do you have any uh, tales of where we can find you? You can find me, people. Just look for at Tony underscore Lamar. I'm out there. Thanks for hanging out. And you got yourself here, Mr. Juan Aleman. You can find me on Twitter at Aleman underscore II. Or you can look at my website at juanalamontii.com. Thanks for your time, Tony. Thanks for all of your time for listening. We'll catch you next week with a new topic of that 80s hour or so. Later. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. Laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, over prohibited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.